Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we are discussing L&B Records. I'm so excited. Me too. I love Lewis and Brenda together and everything that they brought to the table for L&B. And it's kind of one of the first storylines that I remember catching the tail end of because I wasn't watching all the time in 94. So disappointed in you. I was in middle school. I'm sorry. I hate school. 12-year-old you should have known better. I should have been skipping school to watch General Hospital. I know. You are correct. (laughs) But it really is such a fun story. And like most businesses, it's a main storyline for a little while, and then it kind of goes away. Yeah. So we used Curly Q Girls, General Hospital episode write-ups from 94 to 96. Allen B does have its own fandom page, and it is also mentioned in the Travel Guide to Port Charles I'm trying to figure out where, you know, maybe reading the Port Charles guide, the travel guide to Port Charles might be the best. Oh, no, we always save that at the end. Yeah. Okay. We'll save Lucy for the end. She just kind of fills in any gaps that we may have missed. Yes. And added commentary. Yes. So in 1994, and some of this might also kind of reiterate some things that we mentioned during Eddie Maine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where doing this. I mean, they went together just like if we do eddie and lois all this is going to come back into right so in may of 1994 brenda thinks that lois should own her own record label brenda wants ned to finance her and lois's record company but he declines brenda hustles to line up investors for her new record label brenda tells aj about the record company idea 
she and Lois talk about how much money they are going to need for the label and couldn't really find videos to just pinpoint on this. Yeah. Uh, The 17th or the 24th, Sonny offered to pour some funds into the record company if Brenda and Lois can show him proof that the return on his investment would be worth the time. But Lois is very, very adamant about, okay, but where's this money coming from? Mm -hmm. And this was one video I was able to find was he's telling them, don't worry, it's clean. You know, I'm not going to mix funds, I guess. She's like, I just don't want any Rico violations. And she says that she's going to put together the proposal for her or for him. And Lois tells Ned that the record company is a go. And Ned was really not happy that the only investor, the major investor at this time was Sonny. But he doesn't have anything to say because he said no. So they had to find a different investor. Deal with it, Ned. Ned cautions Brenda against following through on her plans of accepting money from a known gangster. Carmine is worried when he reads Lois's business proposal for LMB Records. That's her dad. Yes. Brenda and Lois show Sonny their proposal for LMB, but when Sonny wants a 75 25 split, what? Lois says no. That was a good Lois impersonation. I did not even intentionally <laughs> do <good>. that. <laughs> Lois and Brenda come back to the table with Sonny and they agree to a 60 40. Brenda tells Lois she thinks they are making a big mistake getting into business with Sonny. Lois has a little chat with Sonny, and he reassures her that the deal is completely square. This is, sorry, jumped ahead. So then Lois invites Sonny to see the Idol Rich in D.C. And all of this was after Eddie was outed. So everyone already knows Ned is Eddie. Lois tells Brenda that Sonny convinced her that his dealings with L&B will be legitimate. Sonny takes Brenda to see the possible studio space. Lois and Miguel check out the studio. And there was also a guest appearance by Julio Iglesias at this time. Wow. Ned learns from Lois that Sonny is coming to the DC gig. And after hearing about his singing at the nurse's ball, Lois is in Port Charles to talk with Miguel again. Miguel tells Lois about his problems with his singing contract slash manager that he used to have. Lois and Brenda sign a contract with Sonny. Miguel sings at Maxie's party. And this is important to remember that, I mean, Maxie was only a few years old she was what five six yeah ish well, so, they might have aged her up to like 11 okay because remember she had that crush on lucky when lucky and liz were together that would have been around that same time maybe that you would have gotten into it i don't remember maxi having the crush on him though oh yeah she had a crush on lucky and was like mad that he was with liz so i think they might have aged her up but still she would okay. have been like 10 or 11 and sunny wants lois to try harder to sign miguel Lois convinces Miguel that Sonny's contacts could maybe help him. Miguel explains his situation to Sonny, and he agrees to help him if he signs a contract with Alan B. Sonny offers to take care of his to take care of his old <laughs> manager, Mr. Fernandez, in Puerto Rico, buy out his old contract, and return to Port Charles with guaranteed safety for his family. Uh-huh. I feel like even at this point, Sonny's only been around three years. Is there really guaranteed yeah, safety? I'm not sure about that. Brenda is sure that Sonny is going to Puerto Rico will get him in trouble as he will be using his Frank Smith connections to help Miguel. Mm-hmm. Sonny arrives in Puerto Rico to meet with Juan Fernandez. Sonny flexes his Frank Smith connections mm-hmm. and buys Miguel's old contract. Mid-July, Lila offers the gatehouse to Lois as a base of her record company. Sonny tells Brenda that his trip to Puerto Rico was a success and they are free to sign Miguel. 
Ned tries to get the Qs to renege their offer of the gatehouse to Lois, and Lois tells Brenda about the gatehouse and that she will be living there too. Brenda reminds her that she is changing the rules on Ned by moving to Port Charles. Brenda, Sonny, and Lois tell Miguel that he is free of his old contract. Brenda and Ned go a few rounds on Ned's stupid choices, and Ned has an idea of how to get Lois to not move into the gatehouse. (sighs) Ned tries to get Lois to stay away from Port Charles and suggests that they buy the house in Brooklyn, but Lois hated the idea, and we talked about this last week. He was just trying to... I really feel like he really was just trying to protect their relationship by not allowing her to be the quarter main. Right. Yeah. Allowing them to infiltrate. Yes. So then Lois gives Miguel a tour of her new office and he tells her that he is writing some songs in his spare time. Lois is worried about Miguel burning himself out with all of his commitments because he was also a waiter at the Outback and was a intern or a resident or something at the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. And now he's also doing this. Right. But Miguel goes ahead and signs the contract with LNB. Lois and Miguel audition musicians for his band, and they rehearse. Lois announces that Miguel has a gig at the Outback, and Brenda surprises him with a silk shirt to wear for his performance. Mm-hmm. The gals are horsing around with Miguel when Sonny walks in. Lois goes to check on a nervous Miguel, and Sonny thinks that his image is all wrong. Miguel sings, and Ned looks in through the window. I did not go look for these videos. I should have. Darn it. On July 28th, the wrong LMB equipment is delivered to the gatehouse, and Sonny tells Brenda and Lois that he wants to change Miguel's image. They argue when Lois reminds him that she has creative control. Did you happen to watch any of this? Not recently, but I, I remember watching What did he first. want his time image to be? So Miguel was very, like, islandy. Yeah. And he wanted him more boy bandy. Okay. I wonder what Sonny's favorite boy band is. I don't know. (laughs) So they argue, Sonny and Brenda and Lois argue, and Lois reminds Sonny that she has creative control. Lois asks Brenda if Sonny is jealous of Miguel and if that's why he blew up over his image. Over dinner, Lois whines to Ned about Sonny and Miguel, while nearby, Brenda struggles successfully, unsuccessfully, to assemble some of the new sound equipment. Lois and Brenda discuss how to handle Sonny, and Lois gets an idea. Lois and Sonny discuss the good old days back in Bensonhurst, and she goads him into singing the Brooklyn song. <laughs> I don't know that. Okay. Lois and Sonny teach Brenda the secret stoop handshake. Sonny doesn't have an accent. Nope. Okay. While Ned lurks outside, just occurred to me that (laughs) after 30 years, he doesn't have an accent. After Brenda and Sonny leave, Eddie, Ned, returns to see Lois. And when he asks who was singing, she says that it was Sonny and accuses him of being jealous. He admits to it and says that he is staying the night regardless of the consequences. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. And then in August, Brenda can sense the tension in the air with Sunny when she babbles on about how lucky Miguel is to have them. Brenda calls Sunny out on his jealousy of Miguel, and he explodes. Lois and Ned return from their second honeymoon. Lois tells Brenda and Sunny about Ned's days of a double life being almost over. Sunny invites Luke to the Outback to see Miguel sing, and Brenda stops Lois from having Eddie and Sunny meet at the Idle Rich recording session. Sonny and Miguel come to blows when Sonny sees Brenda and him horsing around together and Miguel quits. Brenda and Sonny argue about his jealousy. I'm starting to think that this 
he wasn't out yet as Eddie. That's why they were. Oh, they don't want him. They to don't see want it. him to see it. That's right. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I thought they were out. He was out by that time. No. Okay. So Brenda continues to continues to rail at Sunny for his Neanderthal behavior towards Miguel. She tells him that LMV Records needs to keep Miguel. Sunny replies that it's his company and he can do as he pleases. Mm-mm. In an attempt to get Sunny to see some perspective, Brenda tells him about Lily. Sunny apologizes to Miguel. Miguel lays down a track at LMB and Brenda freaks out when Lois tells them that everyone is going to meet her Eddie today. Jason and Keisha stop in at LMB to see Miguel. Ned has to cover when he walks in on them. Ned slash Eddie dodges meeting Sonny. Yeah, we I was I was so wrong. Yeah. He was not this was still when he was yeah, both sides. But Brenda knew. Right, right, yes. right. Oh, so sorry. Um, Miguel struggles to write some songs. Brenda brings up Lily and says his suffering makes his songs better. Lois arrives and she and Brenda pick a photo from Miguel's CD cover. Lily arrives at the gatehouse to see Miguel. Lois thinks she is a groupie and gives her the brush off. After seeing Lois and Miguel hug, Lily draws the wrong conclusion and takes off. Brenda and Sunny squabble over L&B. Um, September 16th at Catherine's birthday party. This, this, was is, so where, good. Yeah. this is where it all comes out. Catherine's birthday party. Lois jumps out of a cake, revealing herself as the other Mrs. Ashton. The cues attack Ned. Ned tells him that the only one that lost in this situation is him. He tells them all about Eddie Main. He is proud of his music and it's important to him. Sonny and Brenda argue and she tells him she is willing to not be an active partner if that means that Lois would come back. So it just occurred to me, because also this wasn't in the videos from watching it of the Ned Lois stuff while he was Eddie, or I fast forwarded through, I don't know. Ned didn't want to invest in LMB because Brenda was asking him because that would blow his cover with Lois. It probably had nothing to do actually with not wanting to invest. It had probably had to do with, I can't invest as Ned Ashton. Right. And be without blowing up. Yeah. My cover. Ah, got it. Darn, should have watched. (laughs) So then Miguel still does not appreciate Sonny's part in bringing Lily to Port Charles. Sonny tells him that he is still committed to him 100%, even with the problems between Lois and Brenda. He promises to get his CD out. And then September 27th, Lois returns to the gatehouse. Brenda wants to tell her side of the story. Lois lays out all of the lies. Brenda tries to convince her that Ned really loves her, and Lois agrees to work with Brenda at LMB. Sonny questions whether Ned is going to honor his contract with LMB, and Ned tells him he intends to juggle both his careers. Lois arrives at a meeting with Lila. Lois asks if she can continue to use the gatehouse for LMB records. Aww. Lois snaps at Brenda to stop defending Ned to her, and Brenda agrees to always be truthful with Lois. Then in October, Ned chatted with Miguel about his double life. Miguel does think that Lois will come around. However, Lois goes ballistic on Ned when he tells her that he has arranged for the new L&B offices to be in a building that ELQ owns. No. Ned tells Lila how he screwed up by offering Lois the ELQ building. Ned has a new, he has a new plan to fight fire with fire. Brenda and Sonny tell Lois about their idea for a concert of a concert for Miguel back in San Juan. Lois starts planning and Ned talk, tries to talk to Lois again. He begs for her forgiveness. She tells him to take a hike and he sulks off. Lois tells Brenda that she wants to love Ned the way that she used to, but she never will. Mm-hmm. 
Brenda presses her to at least continue to manage his band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ned tells Sonny that he wants to honor the contract with LMB and he wants a concert to be set up. Brenda thinks that he is trying to use this as a way to get Lois back, and they agree that it's a brilliant idea. So then Brenda and Sonny have to tell Lois that Ned is game to hit the road as Eddie Main to promote his CD. Ned reports for work at LMB Studios, and Lois flips her lid. Ned tells Lois not to let her personal feelings screw things up for LMB and the Idol Rich. She starts whipping his CD at his head and other body parts. Brenda and Sonny have to come save him, and Lois agrees to promote the Idol Rich with several conditions. And then they're all getting ready to leave for Puerto Rico, and Brenda learns that Lois has changed her mind and has given the green light for Ned's dopey love song that he sang to her. And Miguel has a concert in Puerto Rico. And then in December, Ned offers Lois financing for L&B so she can boot Sonny. He is worried about Lois being caught in the crossfire of Sonny's business. She agrees to talk with Sonny, and Brenda warns Ned to try not to try to push Sonny out of L&B. Ned offers Sonny a deal to buy him out of L&B, which he promptly refuses. Lois questions Sonny about his turf battle affecting L&B. Sonny assures her and then informs her of Ned trying to buy him out. Lois confronts Ned about buying about butting into L&B. Brenda is angry that Sonny told Lois about Ned trying to buy him out. It only sabotaged their making any progress, getting ba- them back together. Sonny agrees to make things right. Brenda questions Lois about her overscheduling of Ned. And this is what we talked about when we were talking about Eddie Main, that she was like, okay, fine, I will manage you, but I am going to book the heck out of you and you were going to end up being exhausted. And instead she was exhausted. Yep. Lois thinks Ned needs to be taught who is boss. Sonny says Lois has got to get even with Ned to be able to get over his lies before it messes up her mind and Ellen B. Sonny has Lois and Brenda over for dinner slash a business meeting. And Sonny wants Lois to take over for Brenda for Ned's Rochester concert. Lois and Ned have to work together for the benefit of L&B. Lois agrees on one condition. Lily and Miguel announce their engagement to the L&B crew. Should have found out what that one condition was. Yeah, I don't know. Darn it. And then on Christmas, Ned tells Lois he is taking a six-week leave from ELQ to work on their marriage. Lois excitedly tells Sonny and Brenda, who agree it's a good decision for L&B. Lois tells Miguel about Ned's six-week commitment to L&B, and Miguel asks Lois for permission to perform a benefit concert for Justice's campaign. Oh, Justice. And then we're into 1995 for January. Sonny suggests that Stone help at L&B. Ned tells Lois that he wants to finance a video for Miguel starring Brenda. Lois tells Sonny about Ned's offer to fund Miguel's video. He tells her that... It is her call. She accepts the offer and tells Brenda and Miguel. Lois has a concept idea for the video. She wants Lily in the video, too, and Brenda thinks it's unfair as Lily has no experience. After the police find a professional bomb at the club, Sonny is questioned by the PCPD. Brenda and Stone return and learn about the firebomb. Brenda questions Sonny about why someone would want to hurt him and how it will affect L&B. Brenda tells Lois and Ned about the explosion, and Ned tells Brenda to not bury her head in the sand. The LMB gang sees that Sonny is traveling with bodyguards now. Why wasn't he traveling with bodyguards before? I don't think he was a big enough player. Okay. Mike steals the Idol Rich's speakers and gives them to Luke's club. Lois has 
to bite the bullet and tell Sunny. Matt questions Lois when Sunny just throws money at her to get some new ones. And this is when we found out that Mike is Sunny's dad. Yep. <clears throat> and the speakers were like, I, I did have not watched YouTube I, from just what I remember. The speakers were like in the back alley, like they had been delivered. And Mike went out and was like, oh, there's free speakers here. <laughs> Took them and brought them in. Like he didn't know he was doing something wrong. Um, and then February 6th, Sonny introduces Joe Scully to the L&D gang. And Ned is very suspicious when Joe, Joe says he's just a businessman, which we all know that's not true. And then Ned mentions his professional reservations about Sonny to Lois, and he wants Lois to buy Sonny out, but she disagrees. Lois tells Brenda that she wants to sign Mary May to Ellen B. Lois goes to Sonny and Luke about signing Mary May, and Lois asks Mary May to join Ellen B. Lois tells Ned about signing her. Miguel tells Sonny that if Scully makes trouble for Ellen B, he is out. And Ned tells the LMB gang that he will share his plan regarding his double life after the gig in Ithaca. Mary May records a track for her CD at LMB. Emily takes Annabelle for a walk Sorry. and meets <laughs> Lois at the gate. I again left the dog stuff in. She lets Emily sit in on Mary May's session. And this is what I was talking about that when Sunny said, you know, they had a couple guys on the label. Uh, Mary May was also on the label. Like she yeah. actually did stuff. Yes. Then Brenda asks Miguel if he would be more comfortable if they reworked the concept for his video. Lois does not want to replace Lily. The Cirillos meet Brenda, Miguel, and Lily and see Ellen B. And then Miguel reworks a song and Lois and Brenda suspect it has everything to do with Lily. Brenda questions whether Sonny is running the game and not just a victim. Lois questions Sonny. Sonny wants Lois to give him six months to prove to her that everything is over. He will pull the he will pull out of L and B if anything happens after the whole shootout. And then Lois tells Miguel and Ned about her deal with Sonny. Ned's happy that Sonny has given Lois an out, but they are both still worried. And then Miguel tells Sonny to back off a of Lily. Things get physical between them. Brenda tries to explain Miguel's point of view. She reminds Sunny they cannot afford to have Miguel walk away from L&B. Later, Brenda tries to convince Miguel to throw himself into his work and work things out with Sunny. She plays moderator between them, and the three of them come up with ideas for Miguel's video, but quickly the two men argue again. Brenda tells Miguel she is sorry for butting into her fight with Sunny as it just made things worse, and she is scared that Miguel will leave L&B. Brenda and Lily have a little chit-chat. The conversation goes south when Brenda tells Lily to stay away from Miguel and L&B. Hmm. Sunny and Brenda argue, and Brenda apologizes to Sunny, but he is not inclined to accept. Brenda overhears Sunny and Harry discussing their business of illegal gambling, and later Brenda tells Lois what she overheard. Lois does not think they have any real proof and wants Brenda to keep her eyes and ears open from now on. Lois comes clean with Ned about what Brenda heard, and Ned reminds her that they are all compromised if Sunny is involved in what they suspect. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Then in July, Ned tells Brenda that Mac has been investigating Sonny. Lois breaks up their fight and he tells them both that Sonny's word is meaningless and he plays the tape for them. Lois wants Sonny out of L&B. Ned thinks they need more for their case. They need a legal wiretaping. Brenda needs time to think and give Sonny one more chance to come clean. Brenda tells Sonny that she can't handle the evasions and half-truths. She asks him about Frank, Rivera, and what he does when he is not at L&B. Sonny finds the wire on Brenda. Oh, such a good scene. Oh. Lois and Ned are back from their promotion trip for L&B, and they find Brenda and Miguel sleeping on the couch together. Brenda tells them everything that happened. Lois wants Sonny out of L&B, but he will not go quietly. Ned demands Sonny let him buy him out of L&B, and Sonny says, no way. Ned tells Mac that they have a very angry man on their hands in Sonny, and they decide to buy their time and hope that Sonny will take Ned up on his offer and go quietly. Lois asks Edward's advice about how to get Sonny out of L&B. And then on August 8th, Ned has his lawyer go over the contract with Lois to see if there's anything that, you know, they could use as a loophole to get Sonny out. He still is refusing to resign from L&B. Ned wants to construct a situation where Sonny would cross the line with Miguel and infringe on Lois's creative control, thus breaking their contract. I think he kind of already did that when he was trying to change his image. Right. Darn you videos not being there or as easily findable 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 i like that <laughs> then later in august on a business trip in boston ned meets a groupie named greta thanks to sunny and this is the lady that drugged him in the hotel bar and offers to help him back to his room ned passes out and greta takes some compromising sexy photos and when lois calls greta when lois calls greta answers the phone and she wants to get to boston stat sunny shows ned the pictures he received okay so back then she was, like, going to Rite Aid and having them developed and having to mail them to Sunny. That took some time. That did. With some dedication. And that was the start of one-hour photo. <laughs> Sunny paid for the speed. Do you remember that? You had to pay, like, extra if you yeah. wanted them. Oh, oh my I gosh. never did the super speedy did one. 48 that. hours. Too expensive. Remember when you had to mail away for them? Sunny wants to make a deal with Ned. Stop trying to squeeze him out of L&B. And Lois never has to see the photos. Ned tells him, no deal. Lois and Ned talk about their meeting with Sonny. Brenda, Brenda and Miguel visit Stone, and that was, Stone was sick, right? He was starting to get sick then. I'm not sure exactly where this was, but he had helped at their different um, yeah. concerts and everything, so I don't know where. They started talking about him returning to work at LMB when he is released from GH. Oh, 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 this is important, and I didn't put this in here, but it's because of his working at LNB that Robin figured out that he had dyslexia because he wasn't, um, it, it has something to do with like the inventory sheets. She noticed that like he was struggling with different mm -hmm. things and that's how she picked up on his. And then Lois decides that it is best not to mention Sonny's setup of Ned to Brenda. Cause she'd do anything for him. 
And then Lois and Ned meet with Miguel regarding their new plan to get Sonny out of L&B. They want to goad Sonny into crossing lines into creative control, which is Lois's domain. Then in September, Lois and Ned tell Brenda about, they finally then do tell her about the plan to get Sonny out of L&B. Brenda thinks that he will smell a setup, but agrees to the plan. The gang gets to work on working out the details of their plan of how to get Sonny out. Sonny arrives at L&B as part of Ned and Lois' setup. They can tell Sonny is uncomfortable with the photos of Miguel and Brenda splashed all over. Mm-hmm. A giggly Brenda and Miguel arrive arm in arm to twist the knife a little more. So I guess that's what they did was they were pretending. They, I think Brenda liked Miguel, but Miguel was still in love with Lily for like ever. So there's actually something in the uh, travel guide that okay. talks about, yes, Miguel liked Brenda. It's quite an anecdote. Ned and Lois watch Miguel's completed video. Lois still has a million things to do before the concert. Lois and the gang meet music producer Frank Sapita, who wants to buy L&B. Lois explains the situation with her third partner, Sonny, and he wants to have Miguel under contract soon and send him to South America on a tour. Ned thinks the sale of L&B is a win-win for them in terms of getting rid of Sonny. Lois does not want to sell. Of course not. That's her baby. Right. Miguel takes the stage in New York City. Lois is still adamant that she does not want to sell L&B, and they hope that Sonny will refuse to sell, thus traipsing all over Lois's creative control, and they can force him out. Lois lays out Sapita's offer to Sonny, and when he hears that Brenda would be going with Miguel for, on tour for three months, he turns down the offer to buy out. Miguel and Sonny come to blows with Sonny threatening him with, his, with a broken bottle. Lois and Ed break it up. Lois still wants to let Sapita book Miguel for a South American tour, but Brenda cannot go with him. Lois and Brenda go over the final plans for the Philadelphia concert with Mary May. Lois thinks that Brenda needs to get her head together where Sonny is concerned. (laughs) Good luck on that, Brenda. You're still there. (laughs) She thinks that Brenda is backsliding. Sonny has a way of causing people to do that, okay? Yeah. And then in December, Lois overhears Ned and Mac talking about bringing Sonny down. Lois confronts Ned about holding out on her, and he argues that he has the right to protect his future as Eddie Main. Fair enough. Yeah. Lois thinks that Sonny will be more apt to listen now that an official investigation has been started. She presses him again about selling his majority interest in L&B, and he is still not interested. Lois hyperventilates when she thinks what the trouble for L&B will be if Sonny is arrested. Ned lays out what would happen if L&B is seized, because this is what we were talking about. If it's dirty money, you know, they got to freeze it up, right? Lois tells Brenda about the feds hitting pay dirt on Sunday. And Brenda has an idea that Sonny's possible indictment would interfere with Lois's creative control. And Lois goes to Edward for help. Edward begins plotting and he wants a meeting with Sonny. Edward makes Sonny a deal that he can't refuse. And he gets a hold of Sonny's shares of L&B. Sonny gives Edward the tip on Miguel is sought after by a big time music producer. Brenda learns that Edward now owns Sonny's shares of L&B. Edward had a phone call with Sonny and persuades Brenda to transfer her shares into a holding company. Then in New York City, a photographer Lois hired wants Ned to be photographed in the buff and Lois persuades her otherwise. (laughs) Brenda tells Lois about Edward's swindle. Sonny tells Damien that he is now selling all of his tangible assets. Lois, Ned, and Brenda confront Edward, who now has controlling interest in L&B. That just stinks, because, like, Lois went to him for help, and then he's like, right. he I'm manipulated just going to take that. It, just Thanks. like Edward would. 
Edward makes an offer to Lois for her stock as well. He tells them that he sold McGill's contract to Sapita and the LMB gang strategize on how to undo the whole mess that Edward has made. The cues give Edward the cold shoulder shoulder over his LMB scam. Edward explains to Emily that it was just business. Lois and Ned arrive ready to give Edward a second chance to undo what he did. When that does not work, Lois is ready to rip him a limb to rip him from limb to limb, vowing to fight dirty. Oh, and would she ever? <laughs> Brenda confronts Sunny about wanting to hurt her back by duping her out of her LMB shares to Edward. She thinks that they are even now and that he has to let her help him. Whew, that was tough. Sunny does not want to help her, does not want her help. Ned offers Lois money so that she can go to Argentina and buy back Miguel's contract. Lois confronts Sonny about selling his LMB shares to Edward. Lois reminds him that with Stone gone, so yeah, that would have mm. been yeah. the last. Oh, she is the only real connection from his past, and now he's blown it. Lois leaves for Argentina and tries to get Mel- Miguel's contract back. Ned gets the ELQ Tokyo deal back on track, and Ned wants to make a deal with Edward for LNB, and that was the thing that Edward was sabotaging intentionally to kind of point the finger at Ned because he was so busy being Eddie that, mm-hmm. you know, he couldn't pay attention to both businesses. Oh, no, no, no. Ned fixed the ELQ thing, and now he wants Edward to give him back LNB or, you know, right, give it back to uh, Brenda and Lois. Ned accuses Edward of being jealous of Lois. He has a life partner that is not Edward. Lois succeeds with some stipulations in buying back Miguel's contract from Frank, and Lois sees Miguel and his concert. That Frank Sapita guy was actually really nice because she explained to him that this was a whole big scam on how he was able to get the contract. And he was like, you know what? I don't, I don't like, want any part of that. Yeah, I don't like this dirty behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, you can go ahead and buy Miguel's contract back. Aw. And then to combat Edward's overtaking of LMB, Ned meets with his lawyers about nullifying Brenda's sale of her stock and Eddie Main's contract. They then tell... They tell Ned that there is nothing that they can do. He has been bested. Edward shows Ned the peace offering he wants to give Lois a red sports car. Ned tells Edward that Lois will not accept bribery. Nope. Mm. Yeah. 1996, January 17th, Mary May passed away. Yeah. And then... On the 19th, Ned wants to call Edward's bluff when it comes to L&B. He tells Lois that they should book the idle rich into the outback and darn the consequences. They do not think Edward wants a public brawl. Just as he is about to take the stage, Ned gets served a restraining order barring him from playing. Ned takes the stage regardless. Ned is arrested. Ned is taken to the PCPD where justice represents him. Ned rails on Edward to the press. Edward arrives and puts Lois and Ned on notice. Lois calls her mother for advice and Gloria suggests Lois make a trade with Edward. Lois asks for Max's help to beat Edward at his own game. Lois leaves for New York City without giving Ned many details. She meets Jasper Jacks. Lois wants Jax to buy the Tokyo Pharmaceutical Company that Edward wants for ELQ. Lois has one condition. Jax must insist that Edward give L&B back to Lois first. That is her commission for bringing the information to Jax. She's so smart. 
Mm-hmm. And then in February, Jax flies Lois to his private on his private plane to his family house in Alaska. Lois meets Jax's mom, Lady Jane. The Jaxes finalize their deal with Lois. Ned is not happy about Lois doing business with Jasper Jax. Jax and Lois take Jax's private plane back to Port Charles from Alaska, and Jax admits he went through with the deal only because he could not resist Lois. Mm-mm. He wants to take Lois to Galloway Bay for oysters on the way home. I don't know where that is. Uh, I don't know. No, you've never been there? You don't go on no. Jax's private jet? No. Okay. I mean, not recently. <laughs> that might be the old Galloway Bay. Oh, okay. You know, we're talking about the new Galloway Bay. Right. So Lois, I don't even know if it's a place or a restaurant. I don't know. Lois convinces him she needs to get home. Lois is back in Port Charles, but she tells Ned that he has to wait until tomorrow to hear about her trip. Jax and Ned meet. Ned is livid when he gets the skinny on Lois and Jax's deal. Lois explains Ned and Lois lay out their deal to Edward to get Ellen B back. Edward pitches a fit and gets a pain in his chest. Ned debunks Edward as faking his attack. Edward has no choice but to agree to a deal with Lois and she gets Ellen B back. A very happy Ned and Lois annoy Edward and Brenda learns that Lois has got Ellen B. And then in July, Lois talks to Dara about joining L&B, but she declines. So that's four. Oh, wait. She declined. Hold on. Sorry. She declined. Lois is not about to give up that easy. Justice encourages her to take Lois's offer as a record con for the record contract, and she decides to give singing a shot. Okay. And that's number four now. So Lois tells Ned about booking the Idol Rich to play in Boston. Ned can't shake the feeling that Edward is up to something, so he cancels the gig. Lois and Brenda announce that L&B is suing Eddie Maine for breach of contract, but then Lois and Ned have dinner with Brenda and Jack. I couldn't figure out that whole thing. I mean, good for them for keeping personal and business separate, yeah, but you want to go to dinner with two people that are suing you? Right. The following week, Ned and Lois talk about her lawsuit. Ned is ready to pay her off, but Lois does not want his hush money. Edward proposes Justice be named as new CEO of ELQ. The board is deadlocked, and Tracy arrives demanding to know what they are trying to do to her son. During this time, Brenda is also modeling for Jack's Cosmetics. Seems like the record company just goes into the background after Lois gets pregnant and leaves. Brenda starts modeling for Jax and did the promo tour. She fell in love with Jax and got married, and the storyline was mostly their love triangle. Yeah, so it kind of just stopped right there with... Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they succeeded in the lawsuit, but I was not digging that deep to get... I was... Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't doing it. So there were four people signed. Miguel was first, and then he left in 1995. Mm-hmm. Mary May was signed, and she passed in 1996. Mm-hmm. Eddie Main, and that just kind of fizzled, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Dara couldn't find that she actually did anything with LNB, but she had just come to Poor Charles in 1996 when everything seemed to be kind of winding down. Yeah. So that was it until 2004. And Lois returned to Port Charles to help Ned rein in their teenage daughter. Brooklyn Quartermain had moved in with her father after she and Lois had disagreed over the interest Lois had in managing Brooke's singing career. She calls her Brookie. She does. 
Lois decided to reopen LMB Records, so don't know when it closed. Mm-hmm. And she met with Jasper Jacks and Lorenzo Alcazar to discuss possible backers for the label. And this was not Rena Sofer. No. No, it was not the same. Lois convinced Brooke to sing as part of an all-girl band, which included Georgie Jones, Lorenzo's niece, Sage Alcazar, and Dylan Quartermain, <laughs> dressed in drag. Although Lorenzo was in love with Carly Benson... He flirted with Lois, and they bonded over the difficulties of raising teenage daughters. When Sage was murdered, I think he had a little bit more of a tough time. Yeah. Lois comforted Lorenzo, and they slept together. Lois hoped that their relationship would turn into something more than friendship, but Lorenzo's heart belonged to Carly. Lorenzo did give Ellen B. the rights to song lyrics Sage had written before her death, though. Lois left poor Charles to manage other singles, singers, which at one point included her daughter. When Brooke returned to town in 2010, oh, this probably was when she was singing in the karaoke bar, though, uh, before he cheated to um, Maxie. Yeah. Oh, darn it. I saw that this had a nice little write-up, and I didn't go too far into it. Well, I guess that's more of a Brooklyn story. It is, is, but it was good. (laughs) Also, during all this, though, Ned was involved in working with Brooklyn, Right? I think he was supporting her career, but he wasn't trying to represent her the way that Lois was. Okay. Uh, So when she returned to town in 2010, she revealed that her mother lived in London and managed several successful bands in Europe. And then in 2020, Lois was mentioned living in Australia while managing bands there. And she couldn't come back. Well, her flight just never arrived. Right. And when Brooklyn's throat was slashed. Yeah. The company is now owned by ELQ. So how did it get back to ELQ? So Brooklyn could definitely take it, though. Right. In June 2023, believing himself to be his 90s rock star persona, Eddie Main, following a head injury, Ned Quartermain sneaks out of the Savoy in an effort to be around the action and wanted to perform. He meets Nina, Michael, and Sonny who knew him in the 90s, who mentions investing in a business years ago. A friend, Ned's ex-wife. Neither didn't know him in the 90s. No, but Sonny, who knew. It says, yeah. Oh, okay. Michael didn't either. I guess not. You're right. Sorry. Who ran L&B Records, managed a singer who is living the crazy life, a reference to Ricky Martin's ex-Miguel, living La Vida Loca. Eddie doesn't react to hearing about L&B or Lois and shocks the crowd by taking the stage to sing. Unfortunately, he collapses and Sonny offers him a room at the penthouse. His wife, Olivia Quartermain, showed up at the penthouse the next day, sharing a photo album of his life, including his time as Eddie Maine. He recognized nothing, even Lois Cirillo, except his old guitar. And that's it. That's it. That's the fun little... What does Lucy say oh, about yeah, it? That's right. that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. You're good. So... Lucy says, Brenda's modeling career was wildly successful, but not without turmoil. Lucy was always tangled up in some fight over stock. Who was in charge of what? Stolen supplies, drug busts, etc. I wake up every day wondering whether I had a job to go to at all. And Lucy, God love her, was at times more interested in her schemes than her business plans. Hmm. That seems to have stayed. Yes. I always thought models lead these amazing cosmopolitan lives, but Brenda made it sound like a drag. Sure, there was money. Yes, there was first-class travel all over the world to exotic locations. I can't deny it was exciting, but it was also 6 a.m. makeup calls, day-long photo shoots, tyrannical photographers, and and never enough masseurs. 
In the back of my mind, I was always thinking that I needed to cultivate another opportunity. And then fate scratched a chalkboard with one inch press on nails. Oh, just thinking of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for a capital infusion to take the idle rich to the next level, says music manager Lois Sorello. You know, elevate us from the airport hotel bar stages to dive bar stages. And my new friend Brenda hooked me up with Mr. Moneybags himself, my future father-in-law, Edward Quartermain. Well, he wasn't so into it. Truth is, he wouldn't know entertainment if it put him in stitches. But it wasn't a total loss because when he laughed us off, that Bren came up with a brilliant idea that changed both of our lives. Edward told Lois that she needed to think bigger, says Brenda, and he was right. She was wasting her talent, focusing on one band. She knew all the ins and outs of the music business. Why let record companies call all the shots and hog all the profits? She needed to start her own label. And partner with her, of course, says Lois. So L&B was born. Brenda and Lois parlayed their success with Eddie Main and the Idol Rich into developing full-blown superstars and award-winning niche acts. The good times won't last forever. Today, L&B is more like an indie studio than an industry disruptor it started out as, and Brenda and Lois are both focusing on other endeavors. But one good act is all it takes to spark a comeback, and I hear Lois's daughter can sing. Mm-hmm. So the footnotes say that LNB was hatched at the Quartermain Estate property and later nurtured at its gatehouse. Its original studio was located at 1111 Ocean Avenue. A state-of-the-art studio was later opened for revamped label at 55 Grayson Street, Studio Lot J3. Then she has a few notes about the whole Joe Scully, Sonny, blah, 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 blah. The footnote for 269, where it said that Lucy was more interested in her schemes than her business plan, Scott said, says the former teen princess of plots, if my daughter Karen were alive today, she'd be rolling over in her grave. (laughs) And then footnote 270 was when Brenda was saying about how she was always thinking about cultivating other opportunities, says Brenda's sister, Julia B., because I encouraged her to go to college and get a degree. Or perhaps because I sold deception out from under her and her modeling job went the way of the popcorn shirt. Either way, she better she's a better person because she expanded her horizons. And I'll gladly take credit for that. Of course. Uh, and then it just talks more about how grandfather was less into was less than into it when he learned that Lois's headliner, Eddie Main, was me. And this is Ned talking mm-hmm. to him. ELQ and LMB did not mix. And Tracy agreed, why not indeed? Because what the music industry really needs is another micromanaging control freak. That was to in response to oh, the um, record companies owning, like getting all the profits. Right. But when they talked about having the superstars, Lucy's note, a developing chemistry. At one time, Brenda was so hot and heavy with up and coming heartthrob Miguel Moraz that Ruby Anderson threatened to throw them out of their threatened to throw them out if their headboard couldn't learn discretion. Wow. So yeah, they they got along. No, I knew they they were a couple, but he he still seemed to be stuck on Willie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, and then in response to the Brooklyn can sing, unable to help herself, Lulu adds, "My own cousin Carly was after Dante and me, so she pimped us out. So she pimped out broke Brooklyn to break us up. Yeah, as if oversized hoop earrings, greasy hair, and bargain basement." vocals could turn his head carly seriously overplayed her hand and brooklyn was relegated to sniffing around for handouts from my brother nicholas nowadays dante and i are stronger than ever and brooklyn is tearing up the karaoke circuit you have to wonder why carly bothered 
And then Michael responded, maybe it had something to do with you and Dante sending me to prison for murder when I was 16 years old for defending my mother and baby sister from a deranged mob princess. Something like that. <laughs> so they really did get everyone's comments on <laughs> I there. Know. Wow. I know. All around just the simple Brooklyn can sing. <laughs> And then there was also an editor's note that at time, Ellen B. was both a weapon and a casualty of war among the Quartermain family as they fought each other for control of ELQ. I miss Ellen B. I hope that they take your idea and have Brooklyn reopen it up and see where we can go. Yes. She could make it BLs. Mm hmm. Or just BLQs. Yeah. No, it has to be Ellen B. <laughs> I was just thinking she could I mean, make it her own by bring Lois back and maybe the two of them could run it and then it would be L&B still. Yes. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. That works. Okay. So hopefully Ned or Eddie, Ned, whatever his, now he's Eddie. He's Eddie now. I'm trying to think who else can sing in Poor Charles. Well, we just learned that Spencer can. Yeah. I mean, that was sweet. That was. Well, Trina and Joss, because they used to yes. do the nurse's ball. So yes. there you go. We can represent one of them. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.